It's the football, 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 and sometimes other sports show. Here's your host, AJ Nicoletti. What up? FFFSOSS.com at FFFSOSS, What's up? What's good? How's everybody doing? Uh, Premier League top six signings on the show. Soccer transfer rumors after that. NFL headlines. I saw Oppenheimer, so I'll talk a little Oppie at the end. And I got the football schedule, so we'll start the show with the football schedule. So next Tuesday's show, because we're back to two shows a week next week. Tuesday's show will be the Premier League season preview. Thursday's show will be a preview of match day one. Then uh, Wednesday, uh, Thursday's show, the 24th, will be college football over unders. The following Tuesday show will be college football preview. And then the Thursday show of that week, the 31st, will be college football week one preview along with the NFL over unders. The following Tuesday in September will be the NFL preview. And then the following Thursday is the NFL week one preview. So that is the football schedule back to twice a week next week with the reintroduction of club footy for their domestic seasons, uh, primarily getting started second uh, week of August. Usually, yeah, second week of August usually makes sense. So that is the schedule back to two shows a week next week. And I'm sure as we build towards uh, NFL week one and college football camps and uh, that season getting underway along with soccer shows will get longer and we'll have better, uh, some more content for you. All right. So we'll do the Premier League top six in-goings, outgoings, rumors. Then we'll do some more soccer transfer rumors into some NFL headlines and then a quick little college football thing. And then I got an op review. So that is what is coming to you on this pod in early August, as they call it. Yes. So, all right. Start with Man City. The Guardiola deal, I've seen, like, we've been talking about it since, I don't know, April when the interest started. Maybe even March, if you look that back, uh, back that far. It's nearly done. It seems like City has met Rebel Leipzig's uh, valuation for Guardiola, and he's already agreed to personal terms, and the medical is about to happen, so it could be announced maybe even at the weekend, um, if not Friday. So Guardiola should be done deal, announced soon. Pep's newest signing at Manchester City now. Uh, Cancelo and Laporte still could be outgoings from that back line, but the depth of that uh, defender position for Pep Guardiola grows and grows and grows. It seems like year after year. Now, Arsenal... I really don't understand this link between Mikel Arteta's Gunners and Raya, the Brentford keeper, because I thought Leno was a good keeper. Did I think he was a world-class keeper? No, but I thought they could win. It wasn't really necessarily his fault. They bring in Ramsdale, and I was like, wow, this guy's a shot stopper. He plays a little bit with his feet. Yeah, he can make a little bit of a mistake once in a while, but I wouldn't. Sorry, blame him for all the goals he's conceded, right? And he is 
I've said it, but he is a good shot stopper. And that's really the basis of the position. Can you stop the shots? Um, but the Raya link, I don't really understand it. Ramsdale, for me, took the job from Leno, solidified it with, you know, guys like Emmy Martinez could get back into the fold and they, you know, moved on from him. And to, to at this point in your summer program getting ready for the season to say, you know what, we got to examine the goalkeeper position and let's go get a guy. Like, I feel like you build your team from the, the, the back out. A lot of um, football minds think that way. That's why you see a lot of coaches when they come in, they look to sign defenders first and then they focus on the midfield attack when they can. The Raya link, I feel like, should have happened June, maybe even middle July at, at, at the latest because you're bringing in a goalkeeper. Now you just 10, 12 days before the season, you just rocked your number one keeper's confidence that you're thinking about another goalkeeper. I, it doesn't really make a ton of sense for me. I think Arteta's a good manager. I think he's a good um, tactician along with the man management part that comes with being um, the coach at that level of these clubs. You know, famously for the you know the baseball comparison, Joe Torre, a lot of people said he didn't really know, even though he was a catcher, he wasn't the best at game strategy but he was very good at man management in that Yankee clubhouse. So very similar here for Arteta. I do believe he's very good at man management, and he's a bit of a tactician in his own right, coming from the Pep lineage of managers. But I still don't really get this. To rattle Ramsdale really at the near final point of your preseason that doesn't make a ton of sense to me. But other than that, Arsenal have a great window. Havertz, Rice, Timber, they've rebuilt their midfield. Unfortunately, the Jesus injury is going to hurt them because now Enketier or Trussard or somebody's going to play out of position there or they're going to have to keep Balogun, which they really seem like they've wanted to at least loan or move on from um, the USA striker. So that's the story with Arsenal. How about Liverpool? Henderson moved on. Fabinho also moved on. So the Liverpool midfield from last season to this campaign, nearly entirely different with so many outgoings. And still at this point, only two incomings with McAllister and Sobosly. So Liverpool looking to add to the midfield. They've... Looked in South America, uh, Andre, I believe is the player's name from Fluminense, um, but they are really focused on Southampton's Lavia. They uh, second bid went through, got rejected. Another one is apparently on the way. And as a Liverpool supporter, I'll give the the bias take first. I guess you could say I'm furious with the ownership. Penny pension on a guy that you that the manager needs after you just sold two. Um, of the iconic players of the last five years in this run for Liverpool, Fabinho's been great, and Henderson's been the engine. So to now haggle over the guy that Klopp wants to bring in after your club sold two of the guys he's needed, 
I don't understand why we're penny pinching about a Southampton fee when Liverpool have hit on Southampton players. So that's the biased take. The unbiased is, okay, maybe Liverpool are going after multiple players and that's why they're not just outright paying the 50 for Lavia. They're trying to save a little bit on him and then go get another player, which, okay, maybe we can have a conversation if that plays out. But right now what it seems to me, because the only player the journos around Liverpool have spoken about has been really Lavia. Now, Andre a little bit, but to be penny pinching, I don't really like it as a supporter. But if they bring him in, that's a job well done. When the Saudis come in and they offer your guys more money than you can to pay him per week, like you almost have to sell. So it's unfortunate, and it's it's unfortunate how Henderson, who certainly is a club legend, and Fabinho has won it all, so how can you not be a, uh, one of the legends that you look back at this time for Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp? But those guys didn't get send-offs, you know? So that's that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Manchester United's window is not done. They're bringing in Hodgland, the striker from Atalanta. Done deal, medical ongoing, and they've already turned their interest to Amrabat. And I've hit on this for United's, uh, Ten Hags United because bringing in Casemiro... I said it's a. I was questioning the signing because he's not a long-term solution. You can't just put him there for the next six years and be like, "Well, he's my guy. He's my holding midfielder." I said he's a stopgap guy, and if they get the the right six to come in after him, and Amrabat's very good. I mean, Amrabat shut down so many attacks going the other way against Morocco in the World Cup. He was brilliant. So if he's next, this is a really good window for United. Uh, you got to give them a ton of credit. Bringing in Mount, bringing in Onana. If they bring in Hodgland and Amrabat, that's outstanding. Now, Maguire apparently wants to stay in Real Sociedad uh, I've been linked to Vanderbeek. So I'm, I'm sure, even though Ten Hag has a little bit of that relationship with Vanderbeek, it has not worked out at United and it seems like Vanderbeek, you know, should go to another team. So that's the story at Man United. How about Chelsea? A fourth offer for Caicedo was rejected by Brighton. They have still not reached Brighton's valuation for the midfielder. And apparently a unnamed, unknown Premier League team offered eighty and Brighton still said no. So it seems like either Brighton are telling Chelsea, you got to meet the 100, at least 90, because we just told another team that said 80, no. So don't even think about sending us 80. We just told a team that said 80, no. So don't even think about it. So a lot of gamesmanship here by Brighton because DeServi doesn't want to sell him. He's already lost so many players. Brighton, look at the players that Brighton have lost. So many guys. They can't keep affording to lose all these players. Deservey's going to be sick. Um, but Chelsea really need him. That's for sure. And they're going to go get him. But they're trying to, I guess, not splash as much cash as right now. Now, the striker situation, because we know Chelsea don't want Lukaku. And neither do Inter now that Lukaku has talked to Juventus. And now what's being on... Uh, the table, Lahovich for Lukaku, and a fee. So, 
a swap and a fee. Vlahovic, can he play in the Prem? I think he can. He's big enough. He's physical enough. They joined Jackson and Cuckoo and some of the other attacking players that Chelsea have. It's it's really a whole new team. And we talked about it a lot last season when he was bringing in all these players and he still had Havertz and Pulisic and Mount and all these other guys that were like, uh, are we going to play? Like, what's going on here? It's a, almost an entirely new Chelsea for Pochettino, so we'll see what happens. Now, they want Sanchez from Brighton as well. And similar to what I said about their London rivals here, the Arsenal, Chelsea, I don't get what they're doing about the goalkeeper position in August. You moved on from Mendy. You kind of last season even kind of played Kepa more, and I understand it was you know, caretaker manager and all that situation, right? You bring in Poach. He makes a decision on the keeper. And now, now you're trying to get Sanchez for Brighton? It just doesn't make a lot of sense for me. Who could be next for Chelsea on the uh, attacking side of the pitch? Kudos or Olise. So, trying to bring in maybe another creative linking player from the midfield to the attack. A number 10 possible. So, uh Listen, Elise, from the moment I saw him at Crystal Palace, I was like, this guy's got to play. This guy's outstanding. And uh, Kudas, the Ajax player, another good player for sure. They've signed Axel Diasi to help him out. Colwell, who's been a player that a lot of teams have been um, watching to see if he will leave Chelsea before you know being a senior player, signs a six-year extension, so he will stay at the bridge. And Chelsea have rejected a Hudson-Odoi offer from Fulham, so they have not moved on yet from Hudson-Odoi. Tottenham, Bayern Spurs are apparently 25 mil off the valuation for Harry Kane. There are stories that Harry Kane will buy out his contract. Um, there are stories that Harry Kane will renew his contract. There are stories that if the deal isn't done and sorted out by the start of the season, Harry Kane will stay at Tottenham and not go to Bayern Munich. So it's weird. Again, another season for Harry Kane where we are getting these rumors of him leaving. Um, and it's year after year, different club after different club. And at one point, are the calls going to stop coming for Harry Kane to leave Tottenham? And he's just going to be there. So, if he wants to move, at some point he's going to have to make a move. And it still could be this summer, but time is winding down for the Tottenham striker if he wants to be Bayern Munich's next forward. West Ham want Ward-Prowse from Southampton. They're going to move Skamakia to Inter, most likely. Forrest leading off Dean Henderson, now interested in Matt Turner from Arsenal. So the U.S. men's national number one could be the number one for Forrest in the Prem if they continue their pursuit of him from Arsenal instead of Henderson from United. Everton uh, signing striker Chermiti. And Fulham won Gray from Everton. PSG, the Mbappe developing situation. Well, Mbappe got half of the loyalty bonus because he gets the other half next season, I believe, if he was still a player for PSG. Um, he does not want to go to Saudi Arabia. He only wants to go to Real Madrid. Real Madrid 
technically haven't even made an offer yet, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Dembele is going to go to PSG. They're also linked to Colomani if Mbappe leaves. So that's the latest with PSG and Mbappe. PSG are looking to sell, but they're not just looking to hand him over for peanuts to Real Madrid and let him just have his way and embarrass them on the way out of Paris to Madrid. So that's the story there. Barcelona want La Celso and Cancelo, so that could be a landing spot for João Cancelo from Manchester City, Barcelona, because they have cut Sergio Dest, which is unfortunate. And I would think a Liverpool should look at Sergio Dest or a Tyler Adams. Why can't Liverpool sign American players? But maybe that's just a Liverpool American fan complaining. Saudi League signings, same accident, Verratti, uh, Sadio Mane official from Bayern. So those are the latest Soccer transfers and rumors. NFL headlines now. Uh, Joe Burrow with the calf injury from camp. Week one is not a concern for the Bengals, apparently. Uh, they're working him back day-to-day -to, -day to get him into um, regular practice. But he's st it's not like he's just sitting there. Uh, he's working. He's progressing. He's trying to get it back. Now, unfortunately for the Dolphins, Jalen Ramsey, one of their big acquisitions, he's out till December. They signed Eli Apple in uh, his absence for the meantime. So unfortunate for the Finns when they, you know, back-to-back -back years have splashed on trades. The one on defense is hurt to start uh, the season for a while. Jonathan Taylor wants to trade for the Colts after meeting with the owner, Jim Ursay. Then a leak comes out about Taylor's injuries. Then he denies it. So we're at a weird spot with Jonathan Taylor. Like what is going to happen here? Um, Colts star running back. The running back position is in a uh, quagmire, to say the least. So many guys are not getting the contracts of old. A lot of people blaming Todd Gurley for that, to be honest, which is kind of ironic. Um, so that's the latest of one of the running backs. Sean Payton first, Aaron Rodgers slash Hackett. Sean Payton basically defended his new guy, Russell Wilson, taking a shot at Hackett. Um, and then Rodgers defends his guy, Hackett, of course, in the Jets. And guess what? These two teams play each other week five, which will be very exciting. And we know the Jets are just going to be all over the coverage with Rodgers. So um, get ready for that. More Broncos news. Unfortunately for Tim Patrick, I feel like he gets hurt every season. This poor guy, uh, Achilles. Out for the year. Uh, Brock Purdy, no arm troubles. Progressing um, for the Niners, according to Kyle Shanahan. Again, probably won't start the season, but we'll see. Um, Cooper Cup could miss the start of the season for the LA Rams after uh, hurting his hamstring. So that's unfortunate. Alvin Kamara could be suspended by the commissioner, which... You know, I wouldn't be shocked by I don't think anybody would be shocked by with that personal conduct policy and the fact that Goodell still has so much power. The Giants and their tackle, uh, Thomas, 5 for 117 on the re-up. Giants trying to turn around that offensive line. When the Giants were very good, they had a great offensive line and they had a great defense. So trying to get back that offensive line for sure. And working on the defense, Thibodeau's a good uh, draft pick. 
Daniel Hunter's going back to the Vikings. They re-up one for 20. And the Seahawks are having some big issues at the running back position. Both Kenneth Walker and the rookie Charbonnet. Charbonnet, both hurt. Um, so they're looking at options there. And then Sonny Michelle has retired. College football. Colorado's going back to the Big 12 next year. pac is on life support. Uh, FSU has already talked about an exit strategy from the ACC. So they're going to be probably talking to Clemson about that because they'll go as a pair somewhere, either the Big Ten or the SEC, just like UCLA and USC have gone as a pair, just like Texas and Oklahoma have gone as a pair. So the Pac-12 is on life support. Um, it's unfortunate. The Conference of Champions and really UCLA and USC started it for sure, as we know. But um, Certainly, conference realignment, a gigantic factor in collegiate sports. You're going to have two leagues soon. I understand the Big 12 is trying to do their best, losing Texas and Oklahoma, but still getting Colorado back. And now who's the next school that they're going to pair Colorado with to bring in because they're bringing in four schools now. But the Pac-12 is on life support. ACC is probably next. Big 12 has done a good job trying to be that, you know, pseudo third conference because we know it's an arms race between the SEC and the Big 10. Everybody knows that. But a great conference in the Pac-12, it's going to be unfortunate. That sucks. All right. Um, if you haven't seen Oppenheimer, we're going to talk about it real quick to end the pod. So just give you the football schedule again. Next week, EPL preview on Tuesday. Match day one preview on Thursday. Then the 24th will be college football over-unders. The following Tuesday, the 29th, will be our college football season preview. The following Thursday, the 31st, will be college football week one preview along with NFL over-unders. The following Tuesday, September 5th, we'll do our NFL season preview. And then the Thursday will be NFL week one preview. So um, back to two shows a week next week. Next week, back to two shows a week. Now, if you haven't seen Oppenheimer... Shut the pot off. Just some quick thoughts. Um, spoilers. 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 Okay. Um, I loved it. I thought it was well written. I thought it was well shot. I thought it was well acted. I saw it in IMAX. I didn't see it in IMAX 70, uh, but I didn't see it in IMAX, so that was cool. Nolan is a genius. Um, have I seen every Nolan movie? No. Do I, call, do I consider myself like a cinephile? No. I like what I like. I, I watch the things I continue to watch. Like I'll r rather rewatch a movie for like the thirtieth time than watch a new one. Usually, that's just how I am. But Nolan is a genius. I mean, this was excellent. Again, well written, well shot, well acted. Uh, Murphy should win Best Actor. Robert Downey Jr. should win Best Supporting. I thought Matt Damon was great. Um. Emily Blunt, Florence Pugh, they were outstanding. Bunch of other great performances between the scientists. So many guys, the guy from Numbers. How about Sean Avery popping up as the military weatherman? Um, so many. So, I thought the guy that played Bohr was great. I thought the guy that played Einstein was great. It was so good. It was really, really good. Uh, so many really, really great performances. Classic Nolan timeline uh, thing going on. 
I think it's one of these films that's going to get better every time you watch it because you're going to pick up on something new. Going into it, I knew about him losing his clearance. I knew a lot about his life, but I didn't know it, you know, details because I wanted to go into the movie, be like, okay, I wonder if this happened it this way. Instead of being like, this is fake. This is not how it happened. Um, and then I'll you know leave, and I watched all the YouTube videos <laughs> this week about really what happened, right? Um, but again, it's I think it's a film that's going to get better every re- rewatch, and I I might go see it again in theaters. I really might because I was that blown away. Um, him doing his own test to to shoot it was insane. Damon was so good. Oh, Damon was so good. Murphy was that. Robert Downey Jr. Like, the plot, the timelines, it's going to get less confusing the more you watch it. It's confusing on purpose because if he just, like, from the front is like, yo, this Strauss guy screwed Oppenheimer for no reason other than he thought that Oppenheimer said some wild crap about him to Einstein, and Einstein got pissed and turned the other side. He just made it all up. So Oppenheimer getting roasted is because of that. And then Rami, like, what a performance from him. He's in the movie five minutes. He gives a great performance, right? Um, I really, really liked it. I really, really liked it. I'm not going to be like, the three hours flew by. Or I'm not going to be like, it was too long. I, I think it was a fine three-hour movie. The The sound was awesome. The music was brilliant. The guy who did Mandalorian did the music. I thought it was really cool. It was really, really cool. I, I enjoyed it a lot. And I have not gone to the movies in a while. But that was really, really good. Yeah, I really, really liked it. So... Let me know what you think. Because I'm, I'm not going scene by scene here. You know, I don't need to do that. I like doing that with the TV shows. Because I can rewatch them at home. I didn't bring my notepad into the theater. <laughs> like a psycho. But yeah. I really liked it. So next week, back to two shows a week. Alright? Uh, hopefully everybody has a good weekend. You know, summer is coming to a close, but we still got a month left. So enjoy it. Enjoy it. So I will talk to you guys next week, back to twice a week. So hopefully it's good weather by you. Get another beach weekend in before the Prem gets kicked off next week. We'll preview it on Tuesday, and we'll preview the matches on Thursday. All right. Have a good week. Peace. Football, football, and sometimes other sports show. Sounds like me.